0: Hey, welcome to the Renny Doyle Podcast. And today we're live on Chris. Where are we live at? I got I've got Instagram here. And again, you guys aren't gonna be able to see as much. If you want to go over to the YouTube channel, you can do that.
1: But, well, we're we're live, we're live on various places on Facebook and various places on YouTube. Yeah, uh, on
0: Facebook, P-
1: YouTube, PNS YouTube channel, uh Rennie Doyle YouTube channel, and yeah. uh, all their associated Facebook pages.
0: So all the all if you want to see this uh, from The video perspective and not just gonna be on instagram if not just hold on for two minutes we're gonna get going so welcome chris been a busy like three weeks been a busy month february's been crazy so we're gonna go through some fun stuff and then uh, we'll get into some takeaways um we've got this weekend we've got our extreme one day happening all over the the country and that's going to happen in big bear scottsdale san antonio texas atlanta georgia jacksonville florida long branch new jersey auburn indiana and of course, I already said Big Bear Lake, California, right here. So this place can be hopping on Saturday with a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and detailers. Chris, you're going to be up here, right?
1: Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Let, let, unless you unless not want any help.
0: No, I'll take the help. I'll take the help. <laughs> now, March 5th, we're up at the grand opening of the PNS East Bay uh, new store location, uh, right attached, right next door to our PNS factory. So we're really uh, excited about that. Now this weekend. Chris, you did some detailing so you worked on a couple of of great things a a, a 94 sl 500 those cars are cool and then a porsche came in that thing was pretty had some challenges
1: yeah the 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 sl 500 was um was really loved by its owner that guy just loved that car it it had a it had a rough repaint but other than that he really loved it yeah and um but that porsche man i don't think i've ever seen anybody Beat, beat up a Porsche that bad before yeah that's, that's similar, especially with Porsche it's one thing if you want to do
0: it to uh you know Corolla or something like that but a Porsche treated like that it's sinful so let's jump into this and the reason why we're jumping is we're not going to have as much chat because we're live on over on Instagram let's talk about our most valuable assets and how many people just absolutely I hate to say it they ignore it they're so worried about worrying uh, working with their hands and what other people are thinking about them and 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 in a you're posting constantly on facebook and instagram all these things you should be doing but they're really they're missing the mark so we're gonna we're gonna talk about your most important assets and how really if you if you concentrated uh this is a semi new year you know it's going to be a new detailing season for most of us unless you're like seasonal florida arizona maybe you're busier right now but coming up we're coming into a perfect time to make some changes and matter of fact, it's not too late it's a perfect timing to make those changes so Let's go back. And before we do that, um, your most valuable, uh, valuable asset, there's uh, Ali talked about something. And I don't know if you're able to get that video up. Chris.
1: I do have it. I can I can play it real quick for everybody. Hey,
0: me this is going to take less than a minute. And then those that are Instagram, we're going to take in. I'll come back and I'm going to I'm going to share a little bit about what Ali said and how I relate to it. So go ahead. Let's pull that up, we'll talk about it. Life right. is
2: not really long. Let's say the average person, 30 years old. So yeah, out of all your traveling, out of all your sleeping, out of all your school, out of all your entertainment, you know, you've probably been half your life, your life doing nothing. Right. So, so what I'm now, I'm 35 years old, 30 right. more years, I'll be 65. We don't have no more influence. We can't do nothing much but at 65. Your wife, wife will tell you that. So, so what I'm saying, am, when, when you're 65, when you're 65, Ain't too much more to do. In those 30 years, I have to sleep nine years. I don't have 30 years of daylight. I have to travel back to America, take six, seven miles. All my traveling, probably four years of traveling the next 30 years. About nine years of sleeping. Television, movies, entertainment. About three years of entertainment. Out of 30 years, I might have about 16 years to be productive. Life is not really long. Let's say the average person.
0: 16 years. So the next 30 years, I don't care if you're 20 and watching this or 60, I don't agree with Ali at 65, he says you can't do nothing. I've talked to my mentors and they're in their prime, business wise and entrepreneurship wise, at age 50 and over and and really between 60 and 70, and they said it was just heaven. But let's talk about what Ali uh, said. I really like this video is that the next 30 years, you're gonna sleep nine years of that. If you don't have 24 hours of daylight, so even when you're not sleeping, you're probably not going to be as productive. You have travel time to your work, from work, uh, different things you're going to do, going to doctor's appointments over these years. So you're going to take and lose three, four, five years just in travel time. There's three years to entertainment. You're going to lose three years to just goofing around, having fun, going on vacations. That's really, to me, that's a sweet spot. You can't go without that. So over the next 30 years, that leaves 16 years of productive time. Out of 30, 16 years of productive time. People don't look at it. And there's a moral to the story of why I'm sharing this. Is that my point is, is that Ollie's on to something. And that was 40 years ago, probably, 45 years ago, when Ollie said those things. He was before his time. But he was on to something. He realized something at his young age of 35 that a lot of us don't realize in a lifetime. Is that it doesn't matter. You might be saying, hey, I'm in my 20s. I'm just going to go, I hear a lot of, you know, the go-to experts and the gurus say, hey man, you know, make sacrifices in your 20s so that you don't have to do things later. You know, I think that's criminal because we, you don't have an expiration date on you. Nobody ever thinks it's going to happen to them. Nobody ever thinks something bad's going to happen to them. Nobody thinks that going to ha- something bad's going to happen to their family member or a friend that takes and changes the course of life. We don't know where things are going to go. We just don't. And so in my 20s, I had it man, I had the right idea. And I got to tell you is that I got enough sleep. I got a ton of play. I bounced out with hard work. I worked really hard. I worked smart. I had great mentors and I I didn't do anything over-exaggerated. I did everything with passion. And then all of a sudden in my thirties, I got this stupid way of thinking into me. And I think a lot of people have done this, maybe younger, maybe older, but to where I just I just overworked. I just started working because I had that mentality is that I got to get it done now. I got to build it up now. And what happened? The only thing I built up was some bad habits, overworking, stress, stress on relationships, stress on me, aged me, anti-sleep. All these different things happened. And so Ali was on to something. Let me me come back to you on this too. So if you're young, you might be saying, well, hey, I'm going to pay those prices now. If you're older... You said, man, you know what? I'm still in that. I'm still in that cycle. Listen, what we're talking about right now, it's your decision. Is we're bringing up some topics, and so we're going to make some suggestions today. You've got to make the decisions. It's all you. It's this whole culture of blame culture putting it off? You can't blame anybody anymore. Is you might be good. You might go to your therapist. They might. They might blame your uncle. Your uncle uh, uh, Tim for all your problems. They might. Blame your dog. They might. Who, who cares who they blame? When it comes down to it, the only one that's at fault is you, and you need to own it. Your good decisions, your bad decisions, you need to own it. You may say that, you know what, I'm going to kick and cut back on my sleep now, and then that way, you know, I, I, I a, extra three hours less of sleep a day. Let me tell you how that's going to come out, is that even the military now talks about the need for sleep. You know, they go through sleep uh, deprivation uh, training. They do all these different things. But when it comes down to it, I read a study just a few years ago that I, I think it was the Army put out, is that when people are sleep deprived, and the ideal amount of sleep, now everybody's different. There's a few freaks out there. And I know there's going to be people, oh, no, man, I don't, I don't require any sleep. Well, you know, maybe you are. Maybe you are a freak. But most people in the world, you're going to think I'm crazy, seven to 10 hours, ideally eight, is there's people out there that their bodies do require more. Some of you guys burn amazing energy. I can't – I don't sit down a lot. I hate sitting down. Matter of fact, we went through a lot of these podcasts and I was sitting down. And I finally said, man, why am I sitting down? I don't like sitting down. So I started doing standing up. Is that some of us burn off energy, even if you're chunky, you know, you're nice – what would I call that? Full-figured. Even if you're full-figured, is that you still burn off energy. So, Chris, are, are we full-figured?
1: Uh, uh, more than I care to admit.
0: <laughs> so is – you might say, hey, it's easy. You've arrived. Brandon. you've arrived. You. It might be able to easy for you to go back and tell people what to do. No, I was doing it, and I took it out of my system and process. I took it out of my life, and I went down this dirty road of doing everything I'm telling you not to do, and it was the, un, the most unproductive time of my entire life. The times when I filled my mind with, with good spirits, not booze, just good, good people around me, with good times, with working very hard, with working with my mentors, with finding, you know, I don't know if it's called balance, whatever you want to call it, is I had fun, and I had work. I had people. I had entertainment. I had laughs. It's all of it. Okay, we've heard it 100 times. Man, I get all of that out of my work. Talk to me when you're at the end of your life and tell me that. Because I can almost guarantee you at the end of your life, if you're honest with yourself, you're not going to say that I have seen very few people that get to their end of their life and say, I wish I would have worked more. I've known a lot and most of them have done, not most of them, all of them, all of them that overworked have told me, and I've had some great mentors that are much older than me that have passed on And all of them, all of them, all of them, hundred percent said they wish they would have concentrated on the things and the true meaning of life more and work in business less. And I'm going to tell you, if you do those things, it's going to actually take and push you ahead versus pulling you back. Most of you have got the wrong idea. I did for 10 years. Wrong idea. So a lot of people, they're out there and they're learning to to earn, but they're not earning. And the return on investment is you see all these people taking nonstop classes, nonstop. They're reading books. uh, They're listening to podcasts. They're listening to this. But they're still, you look at them, they're still spinning their wheels. And you got to ask yourself, man, why aren't you winning? Why haven't you turned in this to a win instead of a a, a, a loss? Now, I'm not saying you're losing, but at some point is that if you're years into this thing and you're not much more ahead than you already started and you've made all these investments in education, the the education is there. What is missing? You got to ask yourself, what is missing that I'm not putting into it where I'm not in the win category? Is that I'm not? You know, buying real estate. I'm not investing. I'm not taking vacations. And a great way to do that is if you can't stop working, if you can't pull out of your business and take mandatory breaks, I'm going to call it mandatory. Well, then you know what? Something's not right. And you got to go back and look at everything you've done and everything. You've got the wrong people in your ear. Uh, You've allowed yourself in your ear. Something's not right if you're still spinning your wheels and you're not moving ahead. Now, some, I've watched people rapid speed, especially right now. There are some this generation that everybody complains about. There are some modern day people in this generation, young generation of entrepreneurs that are on fire and they are so ahead of where the previous, our generation was when they're with it. They are so far ahead at bringing balance. They're so far ahead at investing. They're so far ahead on their return on investment on everything they do. And they're so far ahead and they're thinking that they know that they've got to enjoy life along the Make it part of the entire dance. Running a business is not just about taking and running a business. is It's a dance. It's different steps and putting those steps into rhythm and developing a music for your life that you can go out and you build more and more and more memories. More and more and more fun. More and more and more, and more meanings. More and more and more connections were sold. Now, a lot of those connections, for me, has come from business. It's become it's come from work. It's come from taking and, and being part of our detailing industry, of being part of the detail mafia, of being part of the IDA, of being part of Molotech, of SEMA, and going to all these things. Had I not taken and been doing what, I was, what I've done, I wouldn't have met the people I do it with. And those people would become part of the fabric of my life is that's a huge part of what we do is intertwine everything you do into it. That's an asset. That's an asset. But you also have to have an interest outside of that. You have to have hope. you got to be able to vision it. you got to be able to put it into, into works. You can't just sit there and do it. So return on investments. Are you winning? Are you tied? Or are you losing? And you got to be honest with yourself. Because a lot of people, once you're honest with this yourself, that's an asset. And it's an asset a lot of people don't look at so you know, we,
1: r- go ahead, real real fast you know you're you're mentioning spinning your wheels you know people listen to podcasts and go get some training and educated attend classes but you know aren't necessarily getting anywhere um, that reminds me of our our topic we once had about um, you know uh, what was it a uh, you know education or knowledge isn't everything right it's yeah, you know you right. can't you can't you know you could be you have all the knowledge in the world but if you don't apply it and put it into action it's not going to do anything for you but the other part of that that's related to what you're talking about now is that if you've got burnout on some level you're not going to have the the energy you're not going to have the mental energy to apply those things
0: amen i mean so chris those on instagram you know chris just said something you know of utilizing what you've learned utilizing what you've done utilizing that for the 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 things you've paid for, both in time and money, but then also if you're sta- if you're staging, you know what I've realized: a lot of people won't admit to themselves they're in a burnout, that they're not. We, Chris and I, have seen it. We've heard it many times. We ourselves have been there many times, to- and I'm going to be there again because I'm an A-type, but I know when to take and let off the accelerate a little bit and bring a little joy into my life and bring things into my life that you know. I went right back five minutes, not even five minutes before we went in here. I love where I live. We got fresh snow last night and the mountains behind our, our property were just gorgeous. I just went out and took a video of it because it's important to me. It was a little breath before I came on here just to kind of recharge myself and remind myself where I live as part of my journey is because we made a selective decision that we wanted to take and live somewhere that we we didn't want to get to retirement age and live where we wanted to live. We wanted to live where we wanted to live from day one. And I made that happen relatively young in my 20s. And I have no regrets on that. So, so many people really deeply process their assets and fail to invest in those assets. Let's talk about that for a second. One of the biggest waste, neglect, abuse of an asset I see is the sloppiness people have with their time, is absolute sloppiness with their time. Is that our time is our greatest asset? And I beg you, don't be paid by the hour. Don't be paid for just exchanging your time for money. Be paid for your knowledge. Be paid for your know-how. Be paid for your personality. Be paid for your connections. A lot of people are not paid for their connections. They think the opposite. When I have a great relationship with a customer, that deserves a discount. No, that deserves trust. That deserves them respecting what you know, and them honoring your abilities and who you are as a person. Don't ever discount that. That's massively, massively important, and it's sloppy to do anything but expect that. Overworking and killing yourself is not the way to go. I hate to say this, folks. It's the easy way to go. If the only way that you're going to succeed is by working seven days a week and 52 weeks out of the year I, that's not success man it might be success in the short term when you're getting your gig started is even then I refused to do it man Sunday was two things for me it was a day of well, three things a day of rest a day of worship and a day of fun and I did that i got well in my young days Saturday night was pretty important to me so there's a lot of times that I got to church and uh, I just gone to bed now I've never been a drinker really there's a few times in my life I did John, if you're watching, we did experience some things in our young days as roommates, but we had a lot of fun. And Sundays was out for me. It was, it was going out into the wilderness. It was getting out and skiing. It was going to the beach. It was diving. It was, it was skydiving. It was riding the motorcycles. It got four-wheel driving. It was going out shooting. There were so many things it was about that would take and made my life joyful. As my life changed, it was about things that my kids had going on. It was about what my wife had going on. Now that I'm, I'm older, I've got one kid at home, is it's back to the it's back to the to take and do things that are fun you know with Diane and I, and those things are very very important. So lastly, the most valuable asset, and I I, I want to talk to you. This is we're going to wrap this up. This is a pretty quick uh podcast actually. Is this going to take a little time? But I really this is our takeaways, and I want to thank thank PNS Double Black, uh, the entire team for backing this up because they make these things possible. The entire industry does. We made made so many. Great friends, you know, we're at Auto Geek last week, and I'm going to say this before we go into the takeaways, is that at Auto Geek last week, you know, Justin Labato had his first his first uh, boot camp as the new director of training and education at Auto Geek, and the whole team, Megan, everybody there, it was so cool to see the passion in the industry step up. There's all these vendors. Uh, I'm I'm not going to name them all because I'd forget one and that'd be shameful. But a lot of of name name brands and people that I've been friends with for a lifetime were there and were helping the industry grow. And I didn't think I'd ever see that. So it was pretty cool. So lastly, the most important asset I see people wasting is you. You are a true asset. And a lot of people are gonna go through matter of fact, I found I I cruised through different different uh, search terms and stuff. And uh, I was on DuckDuckGo last night. I was looking around some stuff, and I found, I found some slammage on me, and I had to laugh when I found it. You know, I didn't even get mad. I was reading it, and it, the, the hatred that this guy had for me is that he saw it. Maybe it comes across as ego, uh, but I can tell you, anybody that knows me, yeah, am I, am I do I have a sureness of myself? I believe myself 200%. That's been real hard for me, been real hard for me. And there's still days I don't. I still struggle with it. But I have, I've obviously believed in myself enough to go out and become successful in life, uh, what I would consider successful. Uh, I'm a relatively pretty dang happy person. The only time, ironically, that I wasn't happy is when I didn't have a lot of these things in place and I was simply overworking. So what's that tell you? But let's go through the list of you and why I think people get sloppy with themselves. Because you, you are the brand. You can come up with fancy logos. You can come up with fancy taglines. You can have fancy websites. You can have fancy social media, fancy videos, fancy pictures. But if you're not in it and you're not the face of your brand, it's going to be limited. We're in a service contact business. We make contact with people. And the day I've said this for 20 years, the day I switched my company over to being not a service company, but a trust company, it changed the, my life and it changed the life of those that worked with us is that we didn't, we stopped taking and providing just a service. Now it's part of what we do, right? That's the main attraction, but we took and went and built up that where people could trust us, they could trust us in many forms and fashion. We allowed the, the curtain to be pulled back and of people to, our personal lives, I still do that. You know, our shop is on our property is it's very important for us to take and connect with people. And so it was that way when we own service businesses in many industries, not just in as a technician, but in many, many I- industries. We did that. You are the brand. You are the business. Because you might think, even though look, we could name people like that, Chip Foose. I always use that as a fine example. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what his, I don't know what his main his main business is. Uh, I have no idea what his is, but I know Chip Foose. I don't know what the name of his corporation is. I don't know. I don't even know everything that Chip Foos does. I just know he does a lot and he does it good and he's got a great reputation. How cool is that? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of individuals. Look at it, Look at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan hasn't played basketball in what? Close to professionally 20 years. You know, um, I still think of him as when I think of Michael Jordan, I think of class act athlete, uh, all around athlete, passionate because he, he, he got out, went and tried to play, you know, professional baseball. He got back into b- basketball. Uh, and then he's, you know, he's done all kinds of things. To me, a, a person that stops, when when you stop at one thing, that's boring. When Michael Jordan did that, you know, when Brett Favre came back and when he went too long in the NFL, I don't think he went too long. I think that he's fallen his passion. He didn't want to give up what he loves. Is that I think that's, I think a lot of people will write, oh, man, you got to know when you're done. Why? What have you done? It's real easy, I'll tell. Younger, I've never said that. I never, matter of fact, I never felt that. When I, when I was, let's take the, the young me, 19, 20 years old, and I saw a guy my age in his, in his 50s, and he's hard charging, is a lot of people, I hear this today, wow, really, man? Dude, this is a young man's game, really? Hmm. I never felt that way when I was young. I looked at that person and said, I want to be him. I want to be her. And I took and created things that they had going on in my own life. I didn't duplicate. I didn't become them. I became them within me. And I think that's really important is because i got to tell you is that you're going to age and, it, and your chapter is going to change. And if they don't, guess what? You're in that stall we talked about. You're like somebody that doesn't know how to use a DA polisher that's in a constant stall is you're just sitting there going, is, is that's all you're doing is you want to take and be moving forward. And so, don't get into that stall. You are your brand. You are your business. You are in control. Is you have 100% control. There is no blaming anybody or giving credit to anybody else except for you. Now, you're going to have mentors along the way. They help you. Always give credit to people that you've looked up to. What you don't want at the end of the game is that you got to be thankful for yourself that you've put the time and the hard, the energy and the hard work into it. So you are in control of the brand, the business, the control. And you make the decisions. You're in control of those decisions. How important it is for you to make the right decisions. Listen, you've been blessed with a business. You've been blessed with an opportunity. You've been blessed with it, might not even be financial freedom. Matter of fact, you might be struggling, but you've been blessed because most people in the world are never gonna achieve already what you've achieved. Now open your eyes and go make it happen. You are responsible for all outcomes, good or bad. You're responsible. You are responsible for yourself to win and not lose. You've got to decide I'm going to win. Now you're going to lose. Yeah, my losses have been small. I've I've taken it in the shorts. I've got my butt kicked, and I'll do it again because I'm a risk taker. Remember what I said is that you know these sports figures that come back into it. Michael Jordan, his he, man, he wasn't done. He was still. he was. He felt useful. He wanted to. He wanted to keep going. Said, so, man, I'm good at this. I'm going to go play baseball. I'm a good athlete. Why not? You know what? Guy did pretty good. I could have gone to two sports and done that. He did. So you've got to take and make yourself win. You are in control of your self-image, what you think of you. Who cares about what the out? I saw that that those hate posts. This was it was old posts too. I chuckled. I really did because there was one individual that was really going into it, and then a couple feeding. You know the great white shark. You know those little fish that eat the poop as the great white goes around and you know they sit there and. You know, they the great white lets it loose and all those little fish eat their poop. You know, the forums are filled with that. Don't let those guys. Those people are nothing. They're probably probably angry. They're probably stalled or they're going backwards. So don't pay attention to them. Is that you've got to have the self-image to know who you are and be pleased with that. And then you are in charge of your dream. What do you want your dream to look at? You know, I decided way back 30 years ago that I wanted to live in the mountains my entire life. And 30 years ago, I made that poll, and there's only been a four-year period in 30 years. I did not live in the mountains, and I was miserable. I hated it. I can't, couldn't stand it because I, the 10-year-old me, from the time I was probably six or seven, all I wanted to do is live where I'm at, in the mountains, in the mountains, and I made it happen. It was part of my dream. My business was my dream. Is My wife was my, my dream. Having my family is my dream. Working with Chris, believe it or not. Something as simple as a working relationship was my dream. The mafia and having the the relationship was my dream. The things that weren't my dream was getting to where I was an author. I never dreamed that book number two coming soon, not a plug or anything. Is I didn't dream I'd be in the Hall of Fame. I didn't dream that I would get awards. I didn't dream that I'd be a spokesperson. Why not? Because I didn't go back up on my list is my self image of myself wasn't there. And maybe that's what kept my ego in check, you know. Was there times my ego has been out of check? Oh yeah, absolutely. Sure there is. I'm sure that anybody that would know that knows me well can probably say there's times where my ego got out of check a little bit, but not a lot. And most people I know, uh, there's a few people I'd say I've never seen their ego. I've never seen. I've seen them self assured, but I've never seen their ego. I've never seen them make decisions ego based. I've seen them make decisions on passion based, but never ego based. Um. It's you who's got to build the plan. It's you that's got to take the actions on those plans. It's you that's got to realize what rewards you want from all this work. It's you that's got to lay the foundation to get to the next step platform in life. And it's you that needs to make all this happen. You see, the thing that I see with most people is that they are really sloppy with themselves. They don't realize how important you are to yourself, to your business, to your family, to society, to us nothing else and a lot of people aren't taking responsibility for that you need to be responsible for taking daily steps to make yourself smarter and again remember we went back there's a lot of people with spinning wheels they're just they're constantly spinning they are going to get all this knowledge and information and education but you've got to take and practically put it to work i take notes on everything i do every lecture we're down with a whole whole group of primarily new people at, at Autogeek this week some seasoned people some really really talented detailers But I took about a half page of notes of things they said. These are young people. These were new people. These were older people getting into detailing. These were young people into it as enthusiasts, older people into it as enthusiasts. But yet I was taking notes on what they said. Everybody, I try to learn something from everybody I come in contact with. That's your responsibility, you, is that you are in charge of the daily huge leaps in reaching your next stages in life. Only you. But let me tell you, the danger point is, is that I've stepped, I've skipped a few steps here and there because I had the right mentors and the right people around me and they pushed me ahead and pulled me ahead with them. But the one times, the times that I got in big, big trouble was that when I, on my own, tried to take and leapfrog many, many steps and I usually got kicked back way further than what I was at that point, usually in my younger days. It, it hasn't happened as I seasoned because I learned my lesson. And what I did is I learned to listen to my mentors. I learned to be connected with my mentors and take their knowledge. And, and the reason why that I'm wrinkled up and I'm scarred up and I'm, I've, I've had, I've had the issues I've had is it's been a learning is that, you know, I try to take them in, in the lung, the young lion or lioness that are coming up within, within entrepreneurship. I don't want them to get scarred up. I don't want to get, have them get bloody is I, I they're going to have to, but we don't want to take in. We don't want, we don't want ugliness within their life. We want to keep try to keep us clean and as uninjured as possible. And so it's up to you to apply pressure valves in your life. What's a pressure valve in life? A pressure valve is bringing enjoyment, things away from work. Believe it or not, some of the times that I get the most creative, some of the best ideas and the most profitable ideas I've had was when I was doing things I love to do outside of work. Skiing, love skiing, hiking, mountaineering. Diving, diving brings great peace um, out wheeling, you know, shooting, shooting, shooting's is one of those things in high speed skiing is that I really can't have anything else on my mind, you know, is right then and there. I better just be thinking about what I'm doing as I'm going 60, 70, 80 miles an hour or as I'm shooting, I'm trying to hit the target. I got to concentrate on that. It's those times. And I think it's that release that helped me the most. And a lot of people think that's that's bullshit. It's not. It's not. So, you are responsible to make all this work and to bring it into a system and process that makes sense to you. Because without this, it's going to stun you. Your growth is going to be stunned, your success is going to be stunned, and your happiness could be stunned. Simple as that. Now, whoo, that was a lot of information in time. We try to keep this kind of in a, in, a, in a realistic time frame. Is that, hey, make sure to go over to detailingsuccess.com, sign up for a newsletter. If you want to find when we're going to have these events, uh, online if you want to see what we're up to, where we're going next around the country. Matter of fact, we might have some international travel this year. Go sign up. That's a great place to do. Chris does a great job on our newsletter. Also, follow us on social media so you can go over to Detailing Success uh, on uh, all the social media platforms. Uh, Rennie Doyle uh, is my personal over on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, and then email us. We'd love to hear comments of what you think. And 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 I don't care if you think I'm full of it and you want to share that with me. Or if I if I said something that rubbed you, uh, we don't get many of those. But what we do get a lot of is people just you know taking and connecting, and uh, we love to hear those. We love to hear your story on on stuff. Also, if you got a topic, Chris and I would love to take and hear the topic. If you want to email me directly, it's Rennie, Renny R E N N Y at detailingsuccess.com. Chris Chris is Chris at detailingsuccess.com. So anything right. to add or close with Chris? Uh,
1: not much. Um, you know, just uh. Little reminders for anybody that's interested in the uh, training with us. Um, we're currently booking our training classes into the summer, June, July, August. Um, you know, there's a little bit of a little bit of wait to come out to see us, but it's uh, definitely worth it.
0: Yeah. So, you know, we are we're booked up on our, our five day advanced training. So you got to think ahead. Uh, I think we've got a, one or two spots left in June and then uh, we're going into the rest of the summer. So it's a good time to think of that way. So, hey, Chris, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, have a powerful day. I hope this helps you out and go make the most of you. You're a big investment. Don't waste your time doing things. Uh, make it make it happen the right way for the right reasons. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. I think we've got uh, another interesting topic that we're going to put on. I'll try to go live if the feedback's good on, uh, on social media. We'll try to go live over on Instagram on my personal account. But until then, Chris, we'll talk to you soon. Everybody have a good one. We'll see you next time, guys. Take care.